Every man, woman, and child in the world has a spine. It makes no difference whether he or she is black or white, red or yellow, whether they live in the mountains or the valley, on the land or the water or the equator. Rich or poor is equally applied. Every spine has a subluxation. Every subluxation is producing dis-ease in one or more places, potentially then every subluxation needs adjustment, needs chiropractic, therefore the world needs just what you and I have. Potentially every sick person is demanding chiropractic, calling for it, needing it, crying for it, actually shouting for it, but doesn't know it. Why isn't he or she getting it? Because he or she doesn't know that it's chiropractic he needs. We haven't told him, we haven't sold him chiropractic. The sick world has sold itself to us, we haven't sold ourselves to them. Skipping a bit. <clears throat> How so long as every person in the world has subluxation and it produces dis-ease and it can be proven and printed that adjustment gets him well, then every person in the world is going to demand chiropractic so long as there exists one person with a subluxation and he remains sick. The people will demand adjustments in ratio as they know what it is and what it does. Printers, Inc., and I will just in say internet, sells them, get the facts. Right? So... How does chiropractic get ourselves out there? We have to tell the people what we do. Now, if we tell the people that what we do is back pain, then that's what we're gonna get is back pain. So there's no surprise. There should be no surprise of what kind of patients we see right now. There's no surprise. But in my office, we just don't see that, right? And I go around the world talking about chiropractic and the ICPA people in class are always saying to me, I don't get how you can have a, a like 50%, 60% pediatric pregnancy practice. How's that even possible? And it's because that's what I focus on, right? That's what I sell people on. If you look at my website, that's what I talk about. If you look at the research papers that I've written, that's what I focus on. Everything has to do with that, right? So, so what, he says, which man, woman, and child has a subluxation? Certain people, only certain, very, only 10% of the population. Is that what he says right there? Only 10% of the people have subluxations. Only 10%, so only 10% of us uh, need us. That's, is that true? Is that accurate? No, every spine has a subluxation. Every single spine has a subluxation. So what does that mean? That means we need to get to every single spine. But how come we haven't gotten to every single spine? Because we're not focusing on every spine in terms of every person. We're focusing on every spine that has back pain. Like we told you about a few weeks ago in that research that I showed you from the Journal of the American Medical Association. But that research, that research is junk. Let me talk about the real research that's going on out there. Polyvagal theory. There's some real research that we can hang our hats on. Who's heard about the polyvagal theory? Wow. Okay. Good. Good. So this is your next reading assignment. Is the polyvagal theory by Dr. Stephen Porges. He is a psychologist. Uh, he was at the University of Chicago when he wrote this book. He's now at the University of North Carolina. Dr. Stephen Porges wrote this book, The Polyvagal Theory, because he found out that the autonomic nerve system is not what you think it is. Right? How are we taught, even here at Life University, the same way I was taught in the 1980s, how are you taught, how many pieces are there to the autonomic nerve system? Two. Right. And what are those two? Parasympathetic and sympathetic. And how do they act? They, what is their action? Are they kind of in balance with each other, right? So if the parasympathetic is higher, sympathetic is lower, it kind of goes back and forth like this, right? So it goes back and forth. But what Dr. Porsche has found in his research is that that's not really accurate. 
that there's actually a controlling system to the whole hierarchy of the parasympathetic and sympathetic. Right? Who turns this thing on? Who turns it off? And it's actually the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is intimately involved in the, how the, the parasympathetic is turned on, and he would call it the vagal break. When the vagal break is turned off, the parasympathetic now is turned on. But sometimes the vagal break is applied, and when the vagal break is applied, then the sympathetics turn on. So this is the thing. I, so it is not a balanced system like this. It's a hierarchy. It's a hierarchy. With the polyvag with the vagus nerve being like granddaddy of all the nerves in the, in the autonomic nerve system. And then underneath that, in the, high, in the hierarchy, is the sympathetic system. And underneath that is the, the parasympathetic system. See, so we're being taught stuff that is actually old news. And Dr. Porges, in his work in the last 20, 30 years, has created this amazing theory, and it's going to revolutionize things once it catches on. But so many people, including pharmaceutical industries, have not caught on to this thing yet, because pharmaceutical industries, if you look at most of their drugs, what, what does a drug do? It's one of two things. Drugs do one of two things. They turn something on or they turn something off. That's the only thing a drug does, which means it either raises the parasympathetic or it raises the sympathetic. One or, the other, or it lowers it or it goes like this. Right? That's the only thing. They haven't caught on to this yet. Why is that important for chiropractic? Because we directly affect the vagus nerve. We directly affect the vagus nerve. Through our upper cervical adjusting, we can directly affect the vagus nerve. Through our cranial adjusting of kids and, and babies and stuff, we can directly affect the vagus nerve. They haven't caught on to that yet. Right? This is where we need to, to, to talk about. This is the kind of stuff that we need to start educating people on. This is why last year I wrote this paper that I presented at the Association of Chiropractic Colleges Research Conference and now published uh, a couple of months ago, well actually it was last year, uh, in the Dr. McCoy's journal, Journal Paternal, uh, Maternal Family and Pediatric Health, with some of my interns who helped me. This is, to me, the kind of stuff that we need to talk about. Patients want to hear about this stuff. The reason that patients are coming into my office is because they, he, they want something different. We just had a mom yesterday morning bring in her two kids who were referred by her pediatrician because the pediatrician said, I've heard that chiropractic helps with kids with these cranial issues, and, which was a little one, and then her older uh, son falls a lot. And I've heard that chiropractic helps with this kind of stuff. I've read articles about this kind of stuff. Right? People are out there looking for what we do, what true chiropractic is, not what back pain chiropractic is. Sure, back pain chiropractic is great. Right? I get adjusted. If I have a back problem, I would get adjusted. Absolutely. I'm having a shoulder issue right now. I'm getting it adjusted. Absolutely. But I'm not getting adjusted because of this. I've been getting adjusted for 30-something years. So what is that, why is the polyvagal theory so important for autistic kids? It's because in the, with an autistic child, which system do you think they're stuck in? Right, they're stuck in sympathetics. They're like this. 
right? These kids are, you palpate their spine and it feels like this bench over here. Right? If you are palpating a spine of a child or a baby and you feel that their back muscles feel like this, that's sympathetic. They, shouldn't, they should feel like mush. A little baby who's got colic or reflux and you feel their bellies, what does their belly feel like? Hard as a rock. It feels like they have six-pack abs. That's sympathetics, right? What do sympathetics do? What do sympathetics do? What's their, what's their main function? Fight, flight, right? Fight, flight. So sympathetics are super important, and they were evolutionarily really important because when we were living in caves and a saber-toothed tiger was there, we better run or fight. But the problem is, is that if you're stuck in sympathetics, then you can't get out. And if you're stuck in sympathetics, what can't you do? You can't relax. And what does the parasympathetic system do? Rest, digest. So now you have all these kids who are having trouble digesting, all these kids having trouble sleeping. And then, what? And to me, it's no wonder. Right? It's no wonder. But instead of saying, let's give this child an adjustment, I have to show you this. this, this someone just showed me this the other day. There's another. So this is, this is my kind of article, right? Look at this. A student just told me about this. Something that's called sacral neuromodulation. So sacral neuromodulation. Here's, here's what, how they are using the polyvagal theory. What they're doing now is they're taking kids who, and adolescents and now even little ones and they are surgically implanting an electrode into their sacral plexus for kids who are having chronic constipation problems. because they are recognizing that their vagus nerve is not working very well, but instead of saying what we need to do is do something to get that parasympathetic system turned on, like an atlas adjustment or a sacral adjustment like Logan, instead of doing something like that, let's put some electricity in there and make the child have the feeling of a, having a bowel movement instead of naturally having the bowels want to move on their own. And this is becoming the latest rage now in helping all these kids with chronic constipation. But they don't have constipation because they're missing some electrodes in their rear ends. Right? They're having constipation because they're subluxated. They're stuck in sympathetics. Most of the world is stuck in sympathetics. Most of the world, not just the people in the United States, most of the world are people stuck in sympathetics. People who are born with in, some, in some kind of distress and they remain in distress the whole time. So they're constantly in a fight or flight. Constantly in a fight or flight. So what we need to focus on as chiropractors is how can we get them out of fight or flight? I would say probably 90% of our patients 
are stuck in fight or flight, and we have to help this. Why is it so important for us to adjust people? Is we need to get their nerve systems back under control. You want to have, you want to have modulation. You want to have neuromodulation. I want to change the name from the sacral neural. I want to call it the chiropractic neuromodulation. Right? That's what my adjustment does. Modulation. What does that mean? That means like regulate. Right? Chiropractic neuromodulation. That's what we do. That's what I do. That's why patients with, that's why autistic kids, yesterday we had this one autistic boy, <clears throat> he has not been looking me in the eye, hasn't been talking at all, and yesterday he said bye, he said bye Dr. Rubin. Bye Dr. Rubin. Right, this is unbelievable because we are undoing the, 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 the break that has been stuck on, right? His vagus break is not, just, it's not just on, it's like stuck on, like a brick is laid on his vagal break. And we are undoing that piece by piece by piece. And he looks me in the eyes and says, bye, Dr. Rubin. That's what we need more of. That's what the world needs more of. That crazy person from, in Manchester who killed all those people at that concert, God rest their souls. Do you think that guy ever had a chiropractic adjustment? Do you think that maybe he was stuck in some kind of unbelievable stress syndrome where that's all he's been taught his whole life is anger and hostility? Do you think he was born in love? Or all he knows is hate his whole life and he takes the hate out on these innocent victims in Manchester. How hideous is our responsibility, our responsibility to get to these people. You want to help the world? Paratroop into Pakistan, paratroop into Afghanistan, and start adjusting them instead of shooting them. Right? Blow up the bomb with the biggest bomb. What's it called? That bomb called the MASH or whatever. It's a crazy name for that big bomb that blew up the cave. Right? That's we don't need paratrooping down in there. We need to start adjusting more people. Right? All the crazy killers that are in this country, they were never adjusted. What are they on? They're all on psychotropic medication, every single one of them, 100% of them, unless they were terrorists from another nation, were all on psychotropic drugs. From Columbine all the way up. They were not adjusted. Who the hell's going to do this for them? Are we just going to sit around and say, well, I'll just take the back pain, even though I know we have the greatest secret in the world, right? We have the greatest health secret in the world. Well, you know what? It shouldn't be a secret any longer. Can we stop it from being a secret? This shouldn't be a secret. Nobody, people come into us. And so this, this mom is talking to me yesterday, uh, or on Monday when she first came in with her kids. And she's like, I never heard this before. I've been to chiropractors all my life. I never heard this before. I never realized my, one kid's three, one kid's a couple of months old. I never heard that even chiropractor can take care of kids. And I've been to chiropractors all my life. <gasps> really? And not that chiropractor did a disservice for her, right? It's helped her, helped her during her pregnancy, which is great. But, but at, at what point is there a disconnect that kids don't have a spine? The spine doesn't grow until they're 18 or something? Is that what it is? It's like this, it's this amorphous blob until they're 18, and now we're allowed to adjust the spine. Oh, now maybe we should get them adjusted. But not until they're 18 or not until they're 6 or 10 or whatever crazy number Aetna or Cigna decides, Right? It's time for us to realize that we have this amazing gift we need to give to the world, and why aren't we sharing it? Why aren't we giving it? Right? Why, why are we holding on to this gift like this? 
and say, I'll give you a little bit of it. It's the back pain part. Here it is. Right? This is the kind of stuff people need to hear about. This is the kind of stuff you need to be reading. Right? Take the, take the time that you would be spending on other things that weren't going to give you benefit and read stuff like this. Read stuff like polyvagal theory. Read stuff like The Brain That Changes Itself by Dr. Norman Dodge. Read Disconnected Kids by Melillo. Read the books that are going to get you somewhere, <clears throat> that are going to give you something back. Because people need to hear about this, and if we don't know about this, how can we tell them? Right? It's our responsibility. Right? We have the power. Just like BJ said in his quote here. BJ said this. Not some women and children, not a few women, not 10% of it. Every man, woman, and child in the world is a spine, and every man, woman, and child is a subluxation. No matter where they are, what country they're in, what race, religion, ethnicity, I don't care. Everybody's subluxated. So who needs chiropractic? Everybody needs chiropractic.